Welcome to the Genealogy Happy Hour, a place where new family historians can learn to document their family histories and celebrate their new discoveries. I'm Amy. And I'm Penny. And we're here to help you discover your family tree from the beginning. Welcome to episode 41. In this episode, Amy and I are going to discuss things that we've been researching this past month and um, going over what we've learned and didn't learn or accomplished and didn't accomplish in our, in our research and a few little um, things that are happening at Ancestry. We're going to cover those as well. But of course, first, before we get started, we, we have, have, to, have to talk about the wine first. First yep. things first. Priorities. Uh, today we're featuring uh, Ararath's Pinot Gris. Um, the they have a Pinot Noir which is very good. Um, it's out of Oregon. Both of them are. Um, this one has uh, an 89 score on with Wine Spectator, and it's got it's very clean. It's very um, clear. It's got hints of key lime and nectarine. Okay, that sounds. So it's. Um, I think it's very delicious and easy to drink. And since it's getting hot down here in Florida, it's time to really get something that's cool yes. and delicious and easy to drink. It's in the 90s. It's so Nobody humid. Nobody likes that. so humid. It's in the 90s. <laughs> I know. We can't complain. And this, but, is, this is very delicious. All right. So, okay, mm. Penny, we're, we're, okay. we're talking, not drinking. Okay. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is happy hour, right? Um, so, what have you been working? What have you been working on? Well, what have you been researching? I've been working on a lot of different things, not necessarily all genealogy, but of course, um, just going back to some of my brick walls and my one that is in Massachusetts, New York area. Well, he starts off in New York, ends up in Ohio, but then there's also family that was from Connecticut and Massachusetts. But it's my Anson Preston, born in 1800, and died in. 1890. Long life, um, but I can't find his parents. So there's a lot of trees on there uh, on Ancestry. You know, mm -hmm. I've, I've exhausted all the um, research I can do without actually going to New York or going or calling someone to maybe help me out with some places that aren't digitized and whatnot. Um, but a lot of people have hit him on a tree. And they have their father listed as Jacob Preston, which I did as well. Mm -hmm. And with that, there's tons of stuff on the Jacob Preston, mm -hmm. his father, Jacob Preston, the wives, you know, going all the way back. Um, to but you're not convinced that that is the I'm, right kinship connection? Certainly not. Okay. There's no, I can't find any documentation. Mm -hmm. I have reached out to several people who mm -hmm. have trees on online who, you know, put this down as a definitive mm -hmm. thing and... When asking if they have a document they could share with me, nobody has anything. Mm -hmm. So I don't know where we've all gotten this idea that Jacob Preston is Anson's dad, and he may very well be. But um, I've got a, a conflict because he's born in Ostego, New York in 1800. In 1820, there is uh, a census form for an Anson, Anson Preston, and he's got nine people in his family. Some, some, you know, males under five, males under ten, you know, the whole gamut of children age so range. So, for a 20-year-old, these clearly That's, cannot be his children. Right. 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 But he could be one of those children. Right. 
And the so that could be his father. It could Anson. be his father. He could be Anson Jr. and his father could be Anson Senior. Correct. Okay. okay. Correct. So it, it that's could, logical. It could be. Mm-hmm. But again, I and you know that he no was idea. in this town. I mean, this is yes. a good location for him. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's where this uh, this pre- now the Jacob Preston also had ended up there for a brief time period at the same time as well. So. So Jacob could be an uncle. Two possible dads. Okay. No proof as mm-hmm. to which one is which. Mm-hmm. So in my tree, I had Jacob and all these extended, you know, ancestors listed. I just deleted all of them. Sure. I just I just got right. rid of them because right. I thought it, it was they'll they'll be easy enough to add back in if I can prove that that's the the parent. Mm-hmm. But until that point, I just don't want that sitting on my tree that that's who it is. And I'm it kind of confuses the issue when you're trying to to discern what's right and what's incorrect. You've got people that you know maybe not be correct. It's mm-hmm. easier just it's to me like you said just clean off that tree. Yep. Just know I know that I can get to this point and I can't get past it. And then continue your research yes. from there. Mm-hmm. Yes, and while doing that, one of the one of the new things that I hope I hope everybody's checked out on Ancestry, they have a new little tagging box where you can tag your ancestors. You like that? I love the tags. Mm-hmm. So I've tagged Anson right away as mm-hmm. brick wall. <laughs> it's got the big brick wall tag on there. Um, so that you know, I, I know what I'm, I know what's happening when I pop mm-hmm. him up. There's yeah. that tag sitting right right mm-hmm. there. So that's one of the things I've been doing, just trying to make that connection, which I can't, and then just You know just what? Deleting. Uh, you know what I'm thinking? What are you thinking? Road trip to New York. Research oh. trip to New York. Yeah. I mean, we already have our trip planned for this year. Right, but, right. You know, but we might have to do something. Maybe next year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have New York people? I do have New York people, there actually. We go. Yes. Okay. All right, that's it. All right. All right. New York 2020. 2020. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. So what have you been doing? Well, I have been um, doing some research on uh, my mother's family. And um, it's my second great-grandmother, her husband. He wasn't my... He was her second husband. I'm not related to him except through her marriage. Um, But I found them in the 1870 census and then in the 1880 census. Well, both of those census also have uh, agricultural um, schedules as well. So I looked at the agricultural schedules, and I saw that they had, in 1870, he had like 80 acres of property. So, And it was a nice amount of uh, value to it. So I thought, oh, well, you know, she, um, her first husband, who is my second great-grandfather, um, he, um, I guess they divorced. I never, I've never found a divorce. But anyway, they split up, and then she ends up uh, with this gentleman. There's no marriages for either one. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, um, but I was trying to figure out where the land came from, and then why did it go from 80 acres to only four acres in that 10-year period? So I started with uh, the Bureau of Land Management online, and um, I put his name in for. Uh, Michigan, and I did find that he did get a patent in 1872, and for 80 acres. So that ties that 80 acres in with the um, the um, 1870 schedule. So okay. he was already on the property at the time. Good. Yes, been, exactly. Yeah. But you know, okay. he finally got the patent in 1872, and it is deeded so okay. in the um, in the county records. So I thought, well, between 1870 and 1888, I googled. You know, was there a recession? Was there something going on? Why would the value of the property have dropped 
drop so dramatically. And in fact, there was a very large uh, recession during that time period. Um, and um, the price of grain fell. You know, um, It was a very difficult time, not only in the United States, but really worldwide. So I said, well, okay, well, maybe that was it. <clears throat> so my next step was then to really look in the deed books to see um, you know, when they deeded the property and then did they sell off any property? Maybe they had to sell off some property um, to make ends meet and they only ended up with the four. That's kind of what it sounds like. Exactly. That to do that. So what I found was, in fact, when they did finally um, get a clear deed to the property in 1872, they immediately put a mortgage on the property, which at the time was... You know, things were booming, Things the economy was doing well. They thought that they were going to, to do well, I guess, and they needed money maybe to buy farm equipment. I mean, this is Michigan. You've got to cut down trees, and you've got to clear trees, and you got to build a house, and that can't be easy to do. So they probably needed some money. But what I found was by 1877, in the deed books, it shows where they... Um, defaulted on the mortgage and there was a foreclosure and that the property was then sold um, for taxes or, or it was auctioned off on at the at the courthouse. Oh, that's tragic. So it is. Yeah. It is. He he apparently was able to get four acres together. You know, he's able to buy four acres um, by 1880. But um, yeah. Is it a different four acres, or is it just he got to hang on to four acres? Um, it's a different four acres. Okay. It is a different four acres, yeah, because the, the whole 80 was was it's, sold off. Mm -hmm. it, exactly, okay. yeah. Okay. So, um, so by not just using the census records, but be, by then going and looking at those deed books, not only are you seeing the, the purchase and the sale of property, but you're also seeing the economic consequences of those actions and, and that our, my ancestor or her husband was taking at the time. And then coupling that with then looking at what was going on historically, it all kind of makes sense. Yeah. It's, so It's good to look and see what's happening at the time or what's mm -hmm. happening in the town. We talked about weather before, you know, if that could have been a factor. You know, Absolutely, had, yeah. Everything was ruined or something. Right. But yeah. Yeah. So it looks like, you know, they had wow. this, they were doing well in the eight, you know early 1870s, but by the end of the, the decade, um, things were not looking too well. And then, unfortunately, she died a couple years after that, and then he died tragically in a um, lumber or a, um, timber accident. Oh, my goodness. So, 10 years later. Wow. So, yeah, I know. It was kind of tragic. It but is. it's a way um, to bring a little more, I guess, fullness to your to an ancestor story when sure. you start looking at those, those deed books. I mean, they can be kind of dry sometimes. I think they're dry, personally. <laughs> but yes, you and I both have, <laughs> have looked at some and tried to do some research, and we're both like, oh, can the we deed just books are so, books? yes. <laughs> You know, rods and, you know, trees and, um, you know, range yeah. and all that. It's, it's to me, it's a little tedious. Yeah. But there are gems like this there in there when you, when you start seeing, you know, the constant, you know, really what some other actions that are going on. Yeah. So, but. That's always my last resort. <laughs> Your last resort are the days to be you, you can't, you know, none of those records in the courts. You can't, you can't pass them up. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. What else have you been working on? Um, so I'm. Did some research for a friend of mine um, whose family is in South Carolina, and uh, was just working on her on the way back. I was looking to see if she had anybody in the Civil War or Revolutionary Patriots, since her family I think never left this county since the beginning of time. Oh, okay, family. that's interesting. Um, and I did find something, but 
uh, what I, I, I ended up with this one guy who I was kind of stuck on was Eldridge Tracy McSwain. And he was born in 1836 and died in 1900. And he married Janie McGowan. And on her side, on the McGowans, is where I found the um, Civil War soldier and Revolutionary War patriot, which was also very interesting. Uh, but that wasn't what I was working on. I just kind of, that was one of those things like you find and you're like, no, no, don't go there yet because <laughs> you'll get off track. Uh, but you, but your whole purpose was to find her patriot. Is that it, what you It was, but do? I was, I wanted to find them in the McSwain line. Oh, so is what, you, you because find that was more of a direct line. line. Mm-hmm. The McGowans was off on the, okay. you know, over there. So I was just trying to kind of stick with these guys. And it was interesting, um... Finding him in the 1850 census, he and all his kids apparently were born in Georgia. Um, I can't find them at all in the 1860, but in 1870, everybody's born in South Carolina. And then in 1880, North Carolina. That's frustrating. Yeah. Which one is it? Now, on when you look at people's family trees, mm-hmm. which I just like to pop in there and see what other people mm-hmm. are doing, everybody's uh, going with the North Carolina and uh, the the first name of the mother is is not what what I matched, but in any case, I so, so the trees only the trees are questionable. Yeah, okay. so I'm just like I don't know. Yeah. you know, there's three different things. I did find um, an obituary for him at the Wofford College Library, which I couldn't get into, but mm-hmm. I went to newspapers.com. And found it there, so that. So was once good. you found that you knew that there was something out there, you used yes. other resources to be able to yes. locate it. Okay. Right. Last um, resort would have been actually contacting. Exactly, right, and that was library. on my list of mm-hmm. on my to do list right. was contact Wofford mm-hmm. College Library to yep. see if I get. But they want five dollars. I'm like, well, it's for free somewhere else. <laughs> I'm gonna try to find that. So his father is William. It's a Reverend. I found out Reverend William Adney McSwain, born in 1814 died 1866. His obit was also in, at the Wofford College, oh, nice. but also on newspapers.com. Excellent. And I that one was kind of interesting. His, which I was hoping was going to print uh, show parents. The, this is William, the, this the, is, the, the father. Right. Mm-hmm. Reverend William Adney McSwain. Uh-huh. Um, just was the accolades of what an amazing reverend he was okay. and, and all uh, that. Nothing about his family. But there's a, a section in there I just kind of, I mean, it's not funny, but it is. Um, so it just said what had, what had happened to him. Let me find it here. Oh, how he died? Yeah. It said he suffered, um, well, let's do a minute. Our readers will remember that some weeks since, Mr. McSwain unfortunately had his leg broken by jumping from his buggy in apprehension of danger from an unruly horse. He suffered intensely with the broken limb, but his physicians uh-huh. think the broken bones would have healed had not a diarrhea fell upon him. This is just TMI. Oh, my. Which, running into a typhoid dysentery with the inflammation attending the Mm. fracture proved more than his system could bear and which terminated fatally on Monday morning last about 1 o'clock. You know, I really don't think that those details (laughs) need to be made public. I'm sure if that was Does me, the whole county, I didn't want that out there. Does the whole county but, need to know that? <laughs> Silly, Poor man. Silly. I mean, that sounds hor- yeah. horrible. It really does. Yeah. I mean, breaking the leg back then anyway. Yeah. But then 
Yeah. Ugh. That's so terrible. a terrible way to go. But apparently he was a very much loved uh, reverend at the Methodist church there, and um, his body was buried with Masonic honors mm-hmm. by the Palmetto Lodge. I wonder so, if the church or the Methodist church, if the church is still there, and if the Methodist or the organization has the historical documents well on it. Because the only other thing I could find for this guy, you know, mm-hmm. it's, and still, it's all hearsay, is mm-hmm. uh, from the book, The History of Greenville County book, which does list that his father was Charles McSwain um, from North Carolina, and his father was David McSwain from North Carolina, and his father was David McSwain of North Carolina. Um, oh, the senior David McSwain is from the Isle of Lewis in Scotland. Now, this is just a little paragraph in that book, so Mm -hmm. it's a great clue. Mm -hmm. Um, It'll be interesting to find out if all that is true, if there's some Mm -hmm. documents somewhere. And they do say North Carolina. So the family maybe originated in North Carolina? Could have originated in North Carolina. And then moved south. And moved to South Carolina, Carolina, which is where he he lived. But I don't know where the Georgia thing comes in, unless, unless the census taker... The, you know, the family above is also right. from Georgia. If just she just wrote the, mm-hmm. you know, it. Yeah. right on down. So that's, it, it, but that's the only time that Georgia comes up in there. Exactly. Because they never lived in Georgia. Exactly. Okay. I mean, the yeah. the wife is from, uh, I can't remember if she's from North or South Carolina, one mm-hmm. or the other. Uh, nobody else I see They, they never left the Carolinas. Right. Right. From what I can tell. Interesting. Well, there's some good clues there to start yeah. looking. Yeah. Yeah. So, Does it list the counties or just... Uh, in North Carolina, uh, Lor- uh, Lawrence County, Lawrence County. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, it's in the Greenville area. Okay. And mm-hmm. you know, like her family, the whole family is still there. Okay. All the, but it seems like no matter what branch I go on mm-hmm. through her family, mm-hmm. they're all there. They're, they're just all always there. there. Isn't that amazing? Forever. Wow. Yeah. So it's kind of fun. I've not, yeah. well, you know, my family, of course, leaves and goes somewhere else, and yeah. I can't follow them but her family just generation so upon generation. probably three or four days in just in the courthouse alone in mm-hmm. that county mm-hmm. would probably yield a good amount of genealogical information could solve some of those problems yeah. i am going there this summer i wonder if i could bust and unfortunately out going. in north carolina they have no nothing online yeah so yeah yeah Maybe. It's Greenville, though. It's kind of far. But. Well, I'm, I'm going to Greenville this summer. Oh, you are? So, yeah, so I think I'm, if I had some free time, I might just be like, oh, hey, peace out, everybody. In. I'm going to the courthouse. <laughs> <laughs> you know, genealogist has to do what a genealogist has to do sometimes. Right. That's so. right. So that's what I've been working on. That's and then interesting. Of course, so, is there, but is there a, so there's a patriot in the family? There's a patriot on the McGowan side. Oh, mm-hmm. so you want to get the, the patriot on the McSwain side. I could do the McSwain. Because okay. I mean, there's a lot of loyalists in South Carolina, too. Just saying. A lot of what? Loyalists. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I don't know. I haven't But because they stayed there, there, there probably weren't. Because most of the loyalists ended up moving on. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see. I have the loyalist in the... Um, I have... We can... We'll check the book real quick, and just to make sure he's not, uh, make Swain's not listed in it. Oh, okay. The list of loyalists. Yeah. I guess you all will have to tune in and find out <laughs> next time. <laughs> See if he is a loyalist. I'm or really not. interested now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. On um, yeah. on the on the other side, on the Begowans, I know the 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 gentleman who I don't have my notes with me, who was the Civil War 
soldier mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. did apply for amnesty after the war. Oh, okay. So I, yeah. they have his um, application online mm-hmm. and the allegiance, the uh, open yes, allegiance that he had mm-hmm. to sign, mm-hmm. which right. I thought was very cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they did have to do that. Now, did his um, did his obituary mention his father, the I'm, Reverend? I, the Civil War guy, because that's a McGowan. He's, uh, oh, he's my gown. I yeah, got that's you. Okay. And the Miss okay. Swain. I thought it was father no, and no. son obituary. Mm-hmm. Okay, different lines. Uh, okay. Yeah, so I'm, okay. I might have to do the McGowans. But it looks well, like everybody's from Scotland. You know, everybody's cool. a mix something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're all from there. Yeah. Sounds like it. Right. Which would make sense in the Carolinas because mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. many of them are. So. For sure. Nice. For sure. Good, good. Well, Ancestry has some cool stuff going on. They do. I like the new profile, the the member profile. Okay. I, I did my beta. Yeah. If everybody looked at our blog, um, we, it shows how to do how to switch over to the new profile. I, right. I like it because it's visual and it's graphic, mm-hmm. and I can see my percentages right there, and um, then you can see all the trees that I have. You know, it's just very visually um, pleasing, and um, I think it helps if you're going to somebody else's member um profile you can quickly see the, all the different trees that they have you know yes. and, and kind of scroll through very that. helpful yeah very helpful so um i would encourage you all to, to play with that a little bit and you can keep it as private yeah. as you want so you know they're respecting that as well you know you may not want your dna showing you may not want all your trees showing you know you can you can definitely play with it right you mm-hmm. can but if your whole purpose is to connect with other people and try to make some connections and get some research done yep open it up exactly you know right I know. Yeah. I don't think anything's private in this world anymore. <laughs> it's true. That's that's true. People, you can find out things. Yeah. But um, you know, I realize that some people, um, you know, you have a good idea. You always put that watermark on your photos yeah, because I tell you. you know you see people taking other people's photos and yeah. copying them without contacting them first. Yes, mm-hmm. and I think also when you when you when somebody puts a photo up and. I think it's great. I, I am so thankful for people. When I take one to save to my tree, I always write a little thank you. Like, mm-hmm. thank you so much for mm-hmm. sharing this photo. Appreciate right, it. Right. You know, that kind of thing. But you also have to think about the provenance of it. You know, are those, is that really those people? How do that, how right. do they how do you know? know? Right? Yeah. If it's um, not your photo. And because you, yeah. you can't use this. I mean, you can use a citation. Well, I took this off of somebody else's tree. Right. But that's, you know, yeah. it's not evidence. Mm-hmm. Right. So how did they get it? Where where's it been? You know, those are the types of things you need to ask about the photos. Right. But, yeah. Um, I found one the other day. Uh, someone had taught, had copied uh, or had uploaded uh, an obituary um, for an individual who was connected to my family, but there's no citation. I have no idea what newspaper it came from. I have was not able to find it on any of the online resources for newspapers. So. Hopefully they'll respond. Did you contact the Yeah, person? hopefully hopefully they'll respond they'll to respond my yeah, like, where did where did you get this? They're probably going, so, Oh my gosh, I have no idea. I can't answer. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> So, what else? So, what else is going on? Oh, oh so Ancestry's also talking about messaging. Their, yeah, message yeah. center, and they're trying to make it more um, like. I don't want to say friendly, but like you know, like you're just communicating. You're just mm-hmm. you're just talking. Um, Rather than the dear, da, 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 you know, more like kind of thing. skyping, yeah, a little, kind of. a little bit, yeah. 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 So they've got a new message center, and it's um, if if yours does not look different yet, mm-hmm. it will by June. I know mine is still the old message center, mm-hmm. but I've seen pictures of the new message center, which is really cool. And 
it will show you um, a whole bunch of different stuff. Um, there's improved member search capabilities, which is great because sometimes you find you, you would just want to find the person who owns the tree or right. um, the current message status, your online member status. Um, there's a bunch of stuff, and it's it, and again, it's visually much better than what they have. But they did say in your message center, if you've used the folders option, which I know I didn't, mm -hmm. I didn't even realize there was a folders option, which I think is kind of a cool <laughs> option. You can right. So if you organize have, your stuff, yes, you can organize your stuff. But if you have used it, you're going to be one of the last ones to get this new message thing up because they didn't have a a fix for that, and they're working on that to make sure you don't your lose your, your stuff. folders migrate over. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. So it's really nice. It'll show all your, it'll be one big page. It'll show your profile and stuff, um, or it'll show your messages in the middle, every, all your messages on the one side. And, um, yeah, it's really, it's mm -hmm. nice. I'm looking yeah. forward to that popping up on you my You know, the thing that drives me crazy on the messages, and I, there, I know that there's nothing that Ancestry can do. And if somebody messages you through the DNA, I think it does link it to what family, I guess, uh -huh. that they're, I don't know. But... When somebody messages me, I don't know if I don't recognize the name of the yes. ancestor. I have no idea which yes. tree or what DNA they're they're referring to because I have not only myself on, on my DNA profile. I have myself. I have you know two of my children. I have somebody else who's not related to me just on my DNA. Yes. So I've yes. got four different profiles there, and then I have probably twenty different trees because I have my both my my business trees, my professional trees, and then my personal trees. Right. Now, my professional trees can't be seen, but I don't know who this person is, and I don't know yeah. what tree to go to to find out. I know. I, I've had I had that happen twice, actually. I got a, a contact, and because the people that I manage, they mm -hmm. always show up as, like, their initials, like AB or whatever. Right. So they're like, hey, AB, I mm -hmm. see we've matched up, and I might have a couple of ABs because it's <laughs> just the way it is. It's like, well, I don't know which one this is. Or or if they don't even mention that, you're right. How do you figure right. out? I mean, I had to really scrounge through mm -hmm. my trees to figure out who these people yeah. were talking about. And it's not an ancestry problem because mm -hmm. it's the messaging. It's, mm -hmm. you know, I guess when I message, I need to put, I'm looking at your tree named such and such, you know, and I see this person in there. Um, so like referencing the tree. Referencing the family yeah. line. Um, I have I to say, needs... and I I will say this when I'm working with some of my teenagers too, when they you know because teenagers are just very basic. Put in over information is better. Right. You know, put That's in true. as much as you can. Yes. Pile, even if you think it's too much, yeah. it might be the one extra mm -hmm. little piece of information that will help somebody right. make that connection faster. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Be explicit. Right. Yeah. And again, the tags. I love the tags. Mm -hmm. Love you the love tags. the tags. You do love the tags. I do. So I've got all my Connecticut ancestors tagged with Connecticut. So Is that in preparation for our it's research in trip? In preparation for our research trip. Excellent. Yes, which Excellent. will be coming up in July. We need to start preparing for that. Right, I guess yes. I, or I need to start preparing for that, yes. right? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Well, we've got time. We've got time. It's the end of July. We're heading for... New Haven, Connecticut, and we're going to plant ourselves in the library. I guess that's for the plan. A week, I guess. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking for patriots, so making patriot connections. Yeah. So, and we're going to do a day in New Jersey too, because I yes. have a New Jersey patriot that I need to just get some documentation yeah. on. So this is going to be a fun trip. It will be. It will be really nice. Yeah. And you will get to hear all about it. Well, you'll hear about our preparing for it, what we're going to do in the next podcast. And oh my gosh, yeah. I have to prepare that. Yes. Keeps us on track. Absolutely, it That's does. Right. All right. So, 
Until next time. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for listening. Please email us with any questions or comments at genealogyhappyhour at gmail.com. Visit our website, www.genealogyhappyhour.com, for additional resources, books, and wines. Don't forget to drink responsibly. And never drink around genealogical documents.